Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Let's Talk About It. This is Susan Johnson, and my co-host, Dennis O'Brien, is out there doing great things. But we have a fabulous show for you tonight, filled with all kinds of information and wonderful people. And I have to say, I am absolutely thrilled to have our Lieutenant Governor here, Susan Bysowitz. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, what a pleasure to be in beautiful Wyndham Willimantic. We have just gone on a... Christmas and holiday shopping expedition in this beautiful city. And what interesting things we saw. Great, great, great store, Bliss. Well, Bliss Marketplace. Let's call it a marketplace because so there are multiple vendors of beautiful jewelry, uh, vintage clothing, art, records. Remember those? Yes, the records, and they're very thrilled we have all those things there, so it's really a great place to go and buy some great items or bring your clothes in uh, that are beautifully worn but not using anymore, and you can also make a deal there, and uh, they have wonderful clothes, so if you're looking for something for the fall and the winter, you can buy it there, or if you want to trade some things in and get something else, you can bring your things in there that you love but aren't using anymore, and also uh, do a great thing. So that was a great tour. But I also want to introduce our mayor, who needs no introduction. Uh, Tom DeVivo was here with us on the tour. And thank you so much, Tom, for joining us on the tour for Downtown Small uh, Shop. Tom. Right. Well, thank you, Susan and Susan. It, it has been a great uh, morning out there uh, traveling around Wyndham, Willimantic Main Street, and seeing all the great things. But thank you for having me. and. Uh, as usual, it's always a pleasure to be here on WILI with uh, now. You know, I have two Susans in the room. It's like it's it's you, you can't get luckier than there's, that. There's probably a song like that. You know, two Susan, two Sus. But uh, well, let's not forget that today's a special day that we also is. celebrated uh, in downtown Willimantic, and that is that it's National Cupcake Day. And I got a salted chocolate caramel cupcake that I cannot wait to have after yep. dinner. All right. Well, National Cupcake Day, and how appropriate for us to be here on that day uh, with a cupcake for later place. The best cupcakes in the whole world, really. Oh, my goodness. There were so many great. There was a Boston cream pie cupcake. There was a... Uh, peanut butter pie cupcake, peppermint, white chocolate cupcakes. It all looked Susan, so fantastic. Lieutenant Governor, Can you're you making me hungry. I'm going to have to go back now I and know. get one. They will be open on Saturday. They're open you know, through the Just holidays. Just one, and, and they were having a special. Um, if you buy a certain number because it's National Cupcake Day, you get one free. So I would I would hurry and go in there. Yeah. I think Check you're it right. out. I've got to go there, but I always go there because they do gluten-free cupcakes. Vegan. sugar-free cupcakes. Vegan cupcakes. I mean, you've got the variety there for everybody's needs in terms of what they're going to have, and they are all delicious. Since Cheryl and Jim Prescott, the owners of that, you know, they've, they've run that. They opened it up a few years ago, and uh, they're really a treasure on Main Street now. I'm so happy to see that what they've been doing in there. Their giant frog. If you did, did you see the big frog? They have like a six foot frog. They the have window. a Christmas tree with cupcakes on it. They do. So there's there's a lot a great... to to see and do. And 
Uh, also, we should mention the two art shops that yes. we visited. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Yes, because we went to uh, Spiral Arts. Uh, the the owner of that is Daniela. She's a great young lady. It's a, She used to be my sister's neighbor, from what I understand. I didn't know that. I'd never met my sister, Gina's neighbor, but... Uh, they, uh, she's really got a great ceramic shop working with QVC and Wyndham High School. And you can go there and take lessons, and, or you can just stop in for the holidays and buy beautiful a, a ceramics ceramic piece. and art because they, she also has a gallery space for local artists that have made either ceramics or beautiful paintings and sculpture. That's right. And they have. There's a lot of local, all, everyone there is a local artist that provide, does things with ceramics and clay, and, and they make a lot of great things. You're looking for a birdhouse to a pitcher, uh, to even pitcher frames. They have all kinds of ceramic items in there that uh, are sale, or you can just buy someone a gift certificate for a class because, you know, you take classes there and learn, and it's a great hobby, and I think it's, uh, but she's done great things in there. I was very excited to see her move in, and then she she we opened came, this summer, yes. We came just about, I think it was about a year ago when she was just right. doing an opening, and she's been thriving, uh, both teaching uh, ceramics and making beautiful art. You know, it just goes to show what a sense of community can do uh, because of her connection with QVCC, our, their, our local community college, our, her connection with Wyndham High, and she was talking about the transition of the students going to Wyndham High and then getting that connection going to Cunabog Valley Community College, which is now the community college downtown. Uh, and so having that connection, she's right across the street uh, from the community college. And uh, it just it helps the students go from uh, transition from high school to uh, community college and on through Eastern Connecticut State University to be able to have uh, those class credits, to be able to have that recognition and to be connected with people all throughout the area. Uh, so she is doing great work here and it's a wonderful place to have downtown and I run into people even in the airport on the way to different places that know about this uh, wonderful place that she's created. Well, we want to encourage people uh, in Willimantic and across Connecticut to shop small for the holidays because for every dollar that you spend in this community, 67 cents will stay right here. So it's a wonderful way to support the community. Um, and also business owners will tell you, and I'm sure many on this Main Street will say, that 70% of them depend on holiday sales uh, to ensure their financial success. So holiday shopping is really important to small businesses. So please uh, discover uh, this wonderful resource that we have in, in our 360,000 small businesses. Yes, absolutely. This is the this is the best. Our our downtown is really uh, making a great uh, comeback. Uh, we have wonderful shops here. We have things here in downtown Willimantic you can't find anywhere else. And there some things are handmade, right to your taste. Uh, whether it's Jules Byrne or you taking a look at the at the pottery shop. So here. last year I bought a beautiful necklace at mm. Jules Verne, mm -hmm. uh, a great jewelry store. And uh, the piece that I bought was made by a woman who used old watch parts. 
yeah. to create this stunning necklace. And every time I wear it, people ask me where I got it. Of course, there's not going to be another one just like it, but there will be other beautiful things that that fantastic jewelry maker made at Jules Verne. And it really fits in with the idea that you have people who are artists and creative creating jewelry here. You have the pottery. Uh, you have, uh, we're meeting our, what we had a vision for back in the 90s, creating an arts and entertainment district. And, and it's really coming to fruition as we speak. Have and you received that designation? Because I know New London, uh, Ridgefield are examples of towns that have received the arts and culture designation from the state of Connecticut. Well, that is a great uh, point, and we will have to check in. Mayor, with our mayor. we'll, have to, we we'll have to work on that, that mayor. And that would come out of sustainability? What? No, no, so it comes through the Department of Economic and Community Development. And so some of the towns that have received these designations include New London right. um, and Ridgefield, and it's because of, and I think you have all the elements right here, um, combination of uh, playhouses or theaters and um, gallery and arts activity. And based on what I've seen this morning, and I know I didn't take a comprehensive tour with you all, but I think you have the makings of uh, making this a destination for the arts because you have a theater, you have beautiful galleries, and, artists here. You know, and we actually have a, uh, we through our economic development com department and other commissions, we do have, we help with arts and entertainment. We have an arts and entertainment district that's outlined in our zoning regulation. So we might be uh, primed just to apply for it. I, I Liz Shapiro. I did uh, actually runs hear about it, but I'm not, I'm, I really wasn't sure because. And not to be competitive or anything, but New London is the place in the second congressional district that has received the designation. So, Mayor, I think uh, yeah. Liz Shapiro, who is our arts and culture and tourism director, yes. might be the person to talk to about it. Well, thank you so much for yeah. that information because that was yes. something back in the day when I started out in the council, uh, back in '89 to '92 is when we were I, my, talking uh, about that. It, then. We were, and that was the idea. And then uh, to because we had the Burton Levitt Theater, uh, we had a lot of things to go through to make sure we had a permanent place for the Burton Levitt Theater, and uh, and, and of course Shabu Theater. Let's oh, not forget oh, yeah. that. Oh, Let's not yes. forget so that. So that. thrilled to have Shabu Theater. Uh, we we have the Shabu Stage. And, the uh, governor has played the piano and sung on it. Yes, yeah. and we just finished. And with people a stayed. No one, no one even playing. Because <laughs> it was like, wow, I would yeah. never do that. You that know, took the, such courage. The governor <laughs> just uh, will when he sees a piano that is idle, he'll just walk right up to it. He's not a shy guy, and uh, he actually well, has a very good voice, and he's a pretty good piano you know, player. No, he, he did a great job. Actually, it was what did he shocked. Say? A Beatles song. Of yeah. course he did. I can't think of course of he, did. he also song. likes Bob Marley a lot. So I, well, I was, you know, know Grateful Dead. You know. Yeah. I know, yeah. You know. Well, we were at the at the Christmas uh, uh, celebration that he had at his house this last week, and uh, he has an area in the in one of the sitting rooms uh, with all the all the uh, 70s and 80s, uh, you know, uh, stars, Bob Dylan, the Beatles, uh, on the wall. I know, isn't that incredible? That is, yeah. And it's across from the Norman Rockwell 
engraving that he has as well. Yes. And he he and his wife have quite an art collection. I, I, they do, and they that's a per, that's part of their personal collection. It's beautiful there, and it was such a, a great treat and honor to be able to go and celebrate with the governor and other colleagues from the House and the Senate uh, this mm-hmm. last week. Yes, but you know. Going back to our tour today, it was one of the things I was able to grasp right away, and we were able to stop at Cary Gallery, and after the show tonight, there is a, a, shop, a sip and shop event yes, having, and shop. having it from yes. 4 to 8 at Gallery, Cary Gallery. Oh, so what is there. that? You well, you have a, they'll have some, some wine there and just a few sips and then, yeah. uh, you know, and, and shop while you're in there. But what I picked up, is how many of the businesses are actually now collaborating collaborating with each other? Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. we stopped in at Spiral Arts, and Danielle was talking about how they have like a pizza night with Trigo. Pottery and pizza. Pottery and pizza. Can't and then, go wrong. Right, and then then we get up to Cary Gallery, and they are they're collaborating with Stone Row, and <coughs> down at Bliss, there's all those little businesses. They all collaborate with each other, and they try and sell each other's goods. It was, uh, and Jules Verne had had a little corner. I think even the bench shop had some stuff inside the Bliss because it was an area with a whole bunch of uh, Halloween costumes. And they, they when they went out of that business, I think they just they had a, an inventory, so that's a good place to sell it. Yes. Oh, yes. yeah, they have had a, a number of uh, different great things uh, all throughout this area. And I'm just always surprised at the lovely things. I've, I've got to buy this and I've got to buy that. And, and take Senator care of my, Flexer yes, did some Christmas yes, shopping, did. too. She so did. Perfect. We, we shouldn't talk what she bought because maybe her, uh, her Yeah, no, we her can't because be her listening. family may be listening and we want it to be a surprise. Yes, yes. But she yeah. did some nice shopping today and uh, she did the tour as well. And uh, I found some things up at the Cary Gallery that I'm going back to purchase as well when we do sip and oh, shop. Later. Yeah, they had yeah. some very beautiful prints. And, of course, Cary's art is absolutely stunning. There it were pieces that people had bought, and uh, they're awaiting pickup for the holidays. Very yeah. Very sure. lovely. She does amazing work, and she's actually uh, a lot of her artwork is sold in, in New York City. Uh, so there, she's got quite a market that she's developed uh, for her artwork. So the Carey Gallery is truly amazing, and she's busy all the time. It, I mean, the it's amazing remarkable. work that she does, and the amount of art that she generates, and uh, just beautiful work. And what a great thing to have that right downtown Willimantic. Well, here's a reminder to um, during the holidays, uh, don't let your guard down because there are always opportunities for those unscrupulous scammers. And shopping local is one great way to avoid scams uh, because it's very unusual to be scammed by um, a business that you visit yourself. Whereas you got to be careful of those online ads through Facebook or Instagram where they look like they're a reputable company, but they're really a scam job. So, for instance, if you see an ad for um, a product at Target on Instagram or Facebook, just close out of that. Go to the Target website, and then you know that you're actually making the purchase where your financial information will right. not be stolen. You know, that's a good uh, comment because this, I've had a, several people ask me this, a good public uh, knowledge. Thing. 
There's a lot of scams. People are getting emails from what is perceived to be the United States Postal Service <laughs> saying that we you didn't have enough postage on your gift that might be coming that you ordered from uh, over some other facility. They come in, you think, oh, yeah, so I have to pay the postage. Didn't I didn't pay enough to get it here. I need that gift. And to do that, you have to give me your credit card number, your, all your information, and then and you boom, get, uh, they uh, have it. So that's a scam. So you should be really careful. The United States Postal Service will not send you an email about uh, they will drop a card at, but they'll deliver you a mail. If you owe them something or there's a challenge, they want you to come into the post office. That's been a, a big one, actually. <laughs> a lot of, you know, because once they get to your credit card, they're, they're going to keep it. So we should be aware, but you're right. Shopping locally won't have that problem. Right. And the other thing is, I know it's a busy time, right? It's the 15th, so 10 more days to for Santa Claus to uh, do all that work. And I know when people are busy, they let their guard down a little bit. So please, please yeah, be careful about p what financial information and personal information you give online or over the phone. That's so exactly right. I mean, one of the things that we really have to be careful about is uh, the fact that you're getting hit for on your phone, you're getting hit on your email, you're getting hit everywhere you turn. There are people out there to grab your money. So if you come downtown Willimantic and shop, you'll get some very innovative, creative uh, types of Unique items here. Unique gifts, absolutely. Yeah, sense of community. They're not scam artists. You can see them face to face who they are. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just a great place to be. But uh, we all have to be, every single day we get those calls. Every day we get that spam. Every single day there's people trying to pick your pocket. And uh, it's not like it used to be where they, you know, would pick your pocket in the crowd. <laughs> They're picking your pocket in your home now. Here's another thing that I wanted to bring up since we're getting close to all of those Christmas and holiday gatherings and New Year's Eve parties uh, and the like. Um, if you haven't gotten your COVID-19 booster, your flu shot, your RSV shot, now is the time to do that so you'll be ready because, you know, everyone goes to holiday parties that are packed with people. And this is a way to keep your family and your friends uh, safe. Um, the Rep. Johnson and I were talking. I have gotten my COVID-19 shot and my flu shot. I still have the RSV on the list. How about you, Mayor? Have you? Well, I've done the same as you. I've gotten the COVID and, and actually my daughter-in-law reminded me our, our, our RSV because we have small children and they really, the RSV can be dangerous for around small children. But there's a single shingle shot also, but there, there there's no charge for the COVID shot or the flu shot. Yep. I don't think there's, is there one for the RSV? I am not, I am not sure. Not sure. Um, that's a question. Um, and those RSV shots are available, I believe, Everywhere. at CVS, Walgreens. Yeah, Walgreens, Stop and Shop. Your Stop. doctors. Yes. Yeah, I think Medicare will pay for them. And I was just on a, on a call with Joe Courtney, or Congressman Courtney, and talking about how Medicare will pay for those. Uh, oh, those, good. Uh, those good. Shots for, so Excellent. If you're, if you're Medicare, uh, you certainly can get those shots, uh, no problem. Uh, the other programs uh, I can't speak to, but uh, I've had RSV. I got that first. I got that in September. Then I went for that for the COVID two weeks later. And it's a good idea to separate them out if you can. 
Uh, so you go RSV, two weeks later COVID, and then, uh, and then I got the flu shot as well a couple of weeks after that. So separating them out is a good idea, although that some people say you can do both. And, and uh, so yeah, take a look at the data, take a look at your conditions medically. Uh, you know, if you have um, some uh, medical conditions, it might be a good idea to separate them uh, every two weeks. And, uh, and it gives them a chance to really build that immunity to that particular item that you're getting the... Uh, you're getting the shot for so that's uh, a that's something that's really a good idea to get that done it um, is so important because i um, was just doing um, a press conference with our public health commissioner manisha jutani and we've been losing several hundred people a month to covid um you know people have i know we all want to forget the pandemic uh but it is still um, taking among, people's lives. It is still among us. And, you know, I do, I have a Facebook thing I do Thursday nights and I keep talking. I, I always start off, get your COVID vaccine. You, Good. It's, uh, it's a healthy way to live. And plus, if you get vaccinated, you can visit your grandmother or your grandparents in the nursing or home. Or little with, kids, or right, the, the little who kids can't get the shots, Who right? can't get the shots. And, you know, you can pick up the little kid if, you know, Right. You don't have to worry. You won't be getting. You might. You might get sick. You can still get COVID and be vaccinated, but you won't get. You won't. Statistically, you won't get as ill, and and you and you. Hopefully You're much won't less pass likely away. to be in the hospital as a result. And I'll right. tell you, every day we were just talking earlier today. Um, we have colleagues who are getting COVID and That's friends right. and family members, and so. Um, don't let your guard down. If you haven't gotten your COVID-19, your flu shot, and your RSV, please, please, it's a great idea to do it before the holidays. And the, yeah, and the other thing is if you're older, uh, they do have a, a higher strength flu shot. So it might be something, or if you have a compromised uh, you know, immune, immune system or a heart heart condition or something of that nature, get that, get that extra boost from the flu shot because uh, that'll help uh, it last you through the season. And it's, a, it's always a positive thing. So I always ask for those things. And uh, it's something to keep in mind when you go for the flu shot. Yes. So excellent. So we'll talk about the flu shot, uh, but before we get done, because I don't know how much time. It was great to hit Main Street, Willimantic, but we have a lot of businesses in Wyndham that you can shop in. You get a gift certificate from at any one of those shops. If you know, I know that because that helps businesses during the holiday. But gift certificates are a great gift, and uh, it really is. There's businesses start way out by Oliver's in North Wyndham all the way down to on Route 66 all the way down to uh, the BJ's Plaza or even Blondie's I think it's Blondie's on that end and you know you can shop in Wyndham and and find something good for someone and get certificates from a local restaurant are really thoughtful and they help out and we also have other stores in those regions not just Main Street but you know they, they sell different items so Shopping local truly helps. Even if you have a car enthusiast and you want to go to Napa, you know, there's, there's stuff that you can buy there. You get the Napa toolbox if that's what you're looking for. But there's, you know, so there's all the shops in Wyndham that will sell you things. 
and uh, I think that it's a great opportunity to, hit, to get to know your neighbors better, too. We, Absolutely. They, you they know, are your neighbors. <laughs> we have some great restaurants, and a couple of the Stone Row is amazing. Uh, they have amazing gourmet food. And also— Talk about been, Boba Cafe. That, I was Boba intrigued Cafe, yes. by yeah. that. We have, uh, yes, we actually have a great place for uh, the vegans and uh, so you vegetarian, vegetarian uh, yes. people. Uh, we have uh, we have the brew pub, which is uh, everywhere I go. They say oh, you're Willimantic. You've got the brew pub there. People go for Willie Brew. Willie Brew. They have the they've been awarded the best brew in the state for several years in a row. So it's an amazing thing. It's amazing. I was so glad to have uh, both uh, our Lieutenant Governor, Susan Beisowitz, here today. And touring our downtown has been fabulous. And our mayor here is with us. And I just want to give you a chance. Uh, you got a minute left. Tell just a last few words uh, on the for this se- section of well, our show. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for the opportunity to represent uh, Wyndham and the people of Connecticut, Governor Lamont and I love working with the uh, state legislative delegation with Representative Johnson and also with Senator Flexer, and we love working with Mayor DeVivo. So uh, it's been a great, a great day to be in Romantic Willimantic. Well, thank you so much for being mm-hmm. here, Mayor. No, thank you for having me, and thank you, uh, Lieutenant Governor, for spending uh, some time in Wyndham Willimantic and. Uh, Maybe you can come back for Valentine's Day for the romantic. Uh, we have our chocolate festival. Chocolate festival. Chocolate festival. Down, sign me up. All right, we'll do yes. that. All right, Thank everybody, uh, stay tuned uh, for the next section of Let's Talk About It. Uh, we have more uh, very wonderful guests coming on, but we have to say thank you so much to Lieutenant Governor Susan Bicewitz. Welcome back, everyone. This is Susan Johnson, and I'm here with our new special guest. First, I have my co-host Dennis O'Brien. He's back from all the great works he's been doing all throughout the town over the last few hours and uh i also have our wonderful councilman bill sayers so we are so thrilled this is the second half of our show and boy do we have some great stuff to talk about so welcome to the show bill and so glad that you're here with us thank you for having me yes i just have a comment i know that you had susan beisowitz on the first half of the show and um you know, uh, he, she, uh, Bill Sayers is very familiar with Susan Bicewitz, right, Bill? That's right. I worked under her as registrar of voters. She was uh, secretary of the state. Right. Yes, sure we had would. a great rapport. Sure I would have loved an invite this morning, but uh-huh. that's okay. I knew that. I knew that was going to come up, but that's okay. But that's well, okay. I that, wasn't uh, in charge of the uh, of that work. That's quite all right. She's quite all right. She wasn't in charge. I no. wasn't in and, charge, and I, and I have a hard enough time I, keeping up with my own schedules. So I didn't. I, I didn't get an invite either. I was. I was left out. Well, that's okay. Yeah, I'm you just know, her husband. You know. Anyway, anyway, it's great to have okay. you on the show. As I as I said, Bill, you know, we, we we haven't really on this show we have not recapped the November seventh, I believe it was, election. Yeah. And uh, I I came away as a former uh, chairman for many many years. It's been a while since I was chairman, but I'll tell you, I I, I haven't had uh, as good a time uh, celebrating that election as I have had in a long long time. On a local level, that was a great result. Well, I think that um, several of us worked extremely hard. We canvassed areas that hadn't been canvassed in years at a municipal election. And we got out and we went door to door. And we met the people that we could. And those that we couldn't, we leafleted their homes and we, you know, asked them for their support. And I think they know that the under the leadership of Tom DeVivo, that um, Wyndham's moving in the right direction. You know... Uh... 
You know, you said to me when you, we, I had you on uh, our television show, uh, Wyndham Works, and you said to me something that really struck home with me, and that was that you noticed, uh, you know, having been out, out of uh, politics for a while officially, you noticed that uh, we were doing the right thing. We were doing these construction projects, the community center, the renovation of the high school, the uh, Shabu stage, the downtown parking garage, and uh, things were really picking up. People were getting more enthusiastic. People are cleaning up their neighborhoods. Their homes look better. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And that's one reason why you came back on board. We heard a lot of that during the campaign. A lot of that positive, very positive comments. I mean, there's a couple of negative ones, but overall, I, and, I, and I think that shows that Tom DeVivo... Um, captured the Wyndham Center Firehouse, a district that he usually has to fight for, and he captured the vote there, and the Democrats captured the vote there. And I think that, you know, we've added some new members with Joe Pliss uh, and um, Eddie, uh, uh, Eddie, I think that... Rios. Yeah. Rios, I'm sorry. I couldn't get that out. I think that uh, they're doing a great job already, yep. and we're going to see a lot of growth come forward. Yep. I think we're going to see some fantastic stuff happen on Main Street once we can get uh, get our builder back on track, and I, and I really do. I mean, I see uh, you look at the Murray building, yeah, and what they yeah. did, what what was done over there. If any of the rest of it can come any anywhere near close to that building, we're we're going to have an amazing downtown. We are, and I have to thank Barbara McGrath and the people who have worked on that through the Northeastern Connecticut Community Development Corporation, and we have so many people locally working on our Main Street. But Barbara really did a great job, and of course, I we worked uh, for our state legislators. Uh, uh, we've been bringing back money uh, between me and uh, Senator Flexer, and uh, before that, uh, Representative Linda Orange. And uh, she was a wonderful, wonderful representative. I certainly missed uh, after she passed. Uh, but uh, all worked bringing back a total of $5 million uh, from the state of Connecticut to uh, renovate the Murray building. So I'm thrilled with what uh, we've been able to do, but also Barbara has been able to do a lot of fundraising with uh, Jeff Beadle from WRCC and a number of other people here locally. So it has been a community effort, and that's what we need. We need everybody working together, and that's it's a gorgeous building. It's wonderful inside, and I have to get my next tour, but it is amazing work. I work... Uh uh, with Jeff Beadle. I serve on the WRCC Board of Directors, and, uh, you know, great things are happening there, too. And I think that, uh, I think all of the um, the nonprofits that, that operate in this town are doing an amazing job. The No, no Free Shelter, uh, I'm going to put a plug in for the soup kitchen, and boy, do we need donations. And so, you know, there's a lot of good things that are happening. Wyndham, Wyndham is not just Wyndham Willimantic, it's the people that make it. And, boy, we have some great people in this community. Well, you're a big part of it, Bill. You, you've you been on the Water Commission. I said you were out of politics, but and the Water Commission is kind of not political. Although you have we to, try not to be. You have to be appointed. You have to be appointed. And, you, and you've been on there. Uh, I think you've been on there about as long as Mike Callahan's been on there. Well, I was first appointed in 1999. Right. I took a slight break, right. came back, and... Yeah. Uh, um, under Mike's leadership, you, yeah. I'm telling you, the water department is 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 top notch. We yeah. we win awards. We're ahead of the game when it comes to the state uh, state and federal mandates that are coming. We've already started our lead uh, lead pipe inventory, and we're 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 moving along. And with uh, Callahan at the chairmanship and Turgeon 
um, leading the the day to day operations. You couldn't ask for a better pair. Yeah, a lot of good stuff happening at at the water department. Well, you know, I was the town attorney up in Mansfield for 14 years, and there are some people in Mansfield that cannot understand how we can own the water department when it's sitting sitting in the town of Mansfield. And they're, I think they're a little jealous because it's well, a great department. Well, it is. It's a great department, and. We work very, very hard to protect the resources that we have. So, because water is our number one, we can't live without it. So yeah. we, we we have a lot of work still ahead. Well, we have a, we have one of the best watershed areas in the whole state, and uh, we have absolutely fabulous access to water here. And uh, we have now a wonderfully updated uh, water works, which uh, you have worked on all these years. Uh, updating it, best tasting water uh, has been happening for us on uh, numerous occasions. Even better than New Britain. And, New Britain's uh, good too. And uh, you know, so the water, Willamette Water Works, so the Wyndham Water Works is a fabulous, uh, fabulous organization, and uh, it's been an amazing, an amazing thing. And just think, it, it costs less than your cable TV. Oldest water department in the state. Yes, and that's one of the reasons why all the great work that's being done, checking out for making sure that the pipes that are led will be replaced, because we do have uh, we do have quite a lot of infrastructure here that is more than a hundred years old. Yes, yep, so right, so right. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like you said, it's the oldest water company in the state. You know, and uh, and I, I tell you, I got to look down the down the road at the. Uh, at the uh, water treatment plant, and that's a brand new facility down there. What they've done is amazing, and and we're lucky to have that crew down there. Right. And uh, they, they're doing they're doing fantastic work cleaning up the other end of it. So yeah, uh, yeah I think it's yes. I think it's important to bring this up because I think you know that's the kind of thing that a lot of people might I don't know whether they do or not take for granted. Well, clean, I I, clean water, clean I hope water. I hope they don't take clean water for granted right. because all we need to do is look at Flint, Michigan, and know yep. just exactly how bad it can be. That's right. So so we are uh, heads and tails ahead of, uh, of of Flint and everywhere else everywhere as else far too. as our water goes. Yeah, yep. and the people who run it actually understand the water, understand the piping system, understand the types of things that need to be added to stop the leaching of any lead pipes that mm -hmm. are there. And that was one of the things when I studied the Flint situation and compared it with what we have, that we understood what we were doing. It was beyond me why they didn't understand that at the EPA level or at the uh, state of Michigan uh, level. Well, may, it, perhaps they don't have the regulations that we do. Also, don't forget, Connecticut's far ahead of some of our, our other counterparts in state and as far as states go with, with regulations. And, and, you know, we have... We have a fairly good legislature that um, that uh, takes the time to listen and get the work done, so that we have the policies to follow. So, mm -hmm. well, that's an excellent point. That's just one of the things that we need to continue to do when we look at uh, the changes that we're going to have to be dealing with as we move forward with the environmental situation. Yeah, you have a uh, big know, change is coming. Yes, it is. It, it doesn't happen by itself, though. You've got uh, you've got a great uh, commission. You've got a great leader and. and um, Oh, God. Mike Callahan. Mm -hmm. Mike Callahan is a, an unsung hero in, in this town. I mean, he, he is now the chair of the building committee for the the high school. I, I asked him to do that. I asked him to be on it, and then I, I said to Mike, I said, you know, I think you also ought to chair it. He says, oh, I think I should, too. Because he's an engineer. And, well, and, no, and, and no, to have... Work. 
worked to, on construction projects like this. To have the, an engineer of his quality right. and his capability yeah. at our disposal yeah. is amazing. As a volunteer. Yes. And when, yeah. he, and when he he makes suggestions at the Water Commission, you don't... It's not off the cuff. It's right. it's because he has the experience that we need yeah. to make that decision. And and so that it, yes, an asset that we have a lot of the great people in this community, yeah, and, and they do a fantastic job. You said that before, and you're right. There's an awful lot of great people in this community. A lot of people that are volunteering in a lot of different ways. And speaking of that, I think you, aren't you involved with the? Are you involved with the um, uh, the lights? The, the oh, holiday lights on holiday Maine. Holiday lights on Maine. Yes. Yep. I mean, I have heard nothing yep. but praise for that. Everybody's all excited about Roy, that. Roy Dingler. Roy Dingler's got to be Ma- one Mark of Doyle. Yeah. Uh, Ken Folan and myself. Yeah. 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 Roy not, Ding- not a penny yeah. of town money was spent on those lights. Right. Roy, I, have, uh, I have to just say thank you to all of you for that amazing work. It's beautiful. And it's just, it really lifts your spirits this time of year to see that wonderful uh, Well, I understand. I, I, I was not as involved this year as I was because I was kind of running for something. Yeah, but, you uh, were busy. You were busy you know, knocking on doors. And, uh, but uh, I will tell you that I understand that the group already has plans to uh, expand next year into the Jilson Square area. Uh, uh, kind of like a walk-through uh, designation for the kids before, as they're waiting to see Santa and stuff. So, yeah, there's already already plans in the works to expand. Well, they promised Sorry. last you, you guys all promised last year that you were going to expand this year. And I'd say you expand uh, exponentially, mm-hmm. not, not just, not just uh, arithmetically. Well, one of the things that I think is fabulous when you see the great light show that has been put together in Jilson Square is it's one of the gateways to our community. And so what do you see? You see this beautiful light show that's there. Yep. You see events that are going on in the town. You see the, the wonderful community center, the Shabu stage with the Christmas tree on it. It's really just fabulous. It really well, is a, a welcoming kind of I thing. Gotta, go ahead. I'm sorry. And I just want to say I love the lights around the spools and the frogs. Roy Dingler. I'm telling uh, you, he comes up with these great ideas. i got to give him that. And... Uh, um, and I got to shout out to the guys at Public Works. Last year, we were sitting there having lunch, and they were like, "We need to do a Christmas tree on the stage." And sure enough, they did it. Yes, so you know, I, I I really give my hats off. You come over that bridge, um, and and boy, you look down, and it's it's amazing. It's great. It's it a gr- it's a great sight anyway. But when with the lights on and the, yep. and the cold weather, when everybody mm-hmm. needs it really yep. to pick pick up our spirits, I mean, it's 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 fantastic. What, what a sight. And I, you know, I, I was lucky enough to, uh, when I was working a little bit on your, your campaign there, I, uh, I, w- I went down to the corner to do some, um, oh, uh, visibility. And I happened to run into Roy Dingler. I hadn't seen Roy in quite a while. His two sons uh, uh, coached Little League for quite a while. Very, very good guys. And, mm-hmm. and, and Roy was carrying his, uh, oh, whatever he has in his, his thing. He's an electrician, or he certainly knows electrician. Uh, well, he he, you know, Roy was a fireman here in town. He was a fireman, and, and, and his house was always His decorated. house still is yeah, always yeah. decorated. So Street. when it comes to comes yeah. to setting up, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's you. doing. He, he, yeah. he seemed to be mm-hmm. the uh, the leader in, in, in terms of getting mm-hmm. it done. Yeah. And, and I, I got I to hand it to him. Roy Dingler, great job by, uh, by you, uh, along with your group, including Bill Sayers, for uh, doing those lights. I mean, it is, it is definitely a... Huge asset to our community here in this in this uh, holiday season. Absolutely. It's Something else, though, Bill. Are you also in, involved? I, I tried to book you for a TV show 
a few weeks ago, and you said you couldn't make it because you were involved in the bread box. Yes. Talk about that. Well, you know, the bread box is at the uh, old is at the Episcopal Church. Right, St. Paul's. The, uh, the 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 church building and the house next door is now owned by the by the uh, the uh, Covenant Soup Kitchen. Yeah. And under the leadership of Bruce John. Yeah. Um, I volunteer to help out, uh, put on concerts. Yeah. And several times a month during the winter and in the spring months, we have concerts on sun- Sunday afternoons. And, um, and, and on Wednesday nights, uh, we have, uh, um, Wednesday nights is locals come in and, and, uh, and, uh, perform and, and that, it's that like is a great, mic or it, no, it's, uh, it's planned. It's planned. Yeah. We know who's coming. Okay. We know who's coming, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's just, it's, it's a very relaxed atmosphere. Right. We ask for a $5 donation yeah, yeah. and, but the Sunday events are local are, uh, usually Bigger regional, some yeah. international acts. Oh, yeah. We just had, some. we just had Pepino yep. two weeks ago, and uh, you know one of the greatest guitar players in the world. Right. And we had that place was packed. Yeah, it was packed. It's great. Yeah, I know and for Amy, twenty, Ga- Amy Gallatin. Oh yeah, the, Amy Gallatin and the Hot yeah. Flashes are coming. Uh, oh, the Hot Flashes are great. They're coming this Sunday. Yeah. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We have Amy Gallatin and the Hot Flashes, and then the. The Wednesday after, we have a uh, Christmas sing-along with some locals from uh, from the area. And so, you know, that's it's great. I, I, I want to quote Bruce, and I want to say that over the years that the bread box has raised somewhere in the vicinity of $247,000 for, uh, for the community soup kitchen. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that, that is, that's phenomenal. Therese, you know? His wife, Therese John, is also... Uh, very instrumental oh. in that, from what I understand. Uh, well, the, I tell you, we have the the group of volunteers. We've got Ron and Bobby and myself and Teresa, and and uh, I'm sorry, Therese. God, I hope she didn't hear that. And Claudia, you know, and Patty, and 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 you know, we do the backstage stuff, and right. we let and 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 uh, Bruce and uh, Therese do the uh, the front of the house. And we have it. It runs very smoothly, and we couldn't do it without the people who buy the tickets. Twenty-five dollars to hear Pepino yeah. play the guitar. You know, you can't beat that. That's right. that's just an amazing, amazing thing. So go online, look for the Breadbox Theater, and uh, we could always use your business. So you got a you got a concert coming up on Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Yep. All right. Amy Gallatin and the Hot Flashes, and I. I want to say it's sold out, but uh, you can always look at Eventbrite well, and uh, see if it isn't. I know one member of the Hot Flashes is uh, a re- uh, uh, somebody who grew up and was born and raised in Willimantic, lived over near the Little League field. You know who I'm talking yes, about. Yes, Peggy Cantos. Peggy Cantos. Yeah. Uh, she goes yep. by Peggy Harvey now, I yep. believe. Yep. We've had her on the show. She can play almost any instrument you oh, can imagine. Oh, let me tell you, the violin, the, the <laughs> saxophone, the saxophone. The flute, she can do it. She was also a hell of a baseball and softball player yes. when she was younger, and that family is, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, Joy Contos. That family is full of, uh, you know, they 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 border on the, uh, mm-hmm. on the what what a street that's well, Quir- her, um, Quercus her, Avenue. Her yeah, they were on Quercus, yeah. and uh, over on Hayden Street right. um, was uh, Harry Contos. I grew oh, up yeah, across yeah, the street yeah, from yeah, Harry and right. Evan Contos, right. and uh, you know, so oh yeah, I've known the Contos as I used to play golf. With uh, with with her father, yeah, yeah. Tom. Yeah. Every now and then we'd hit each other out at the 
uh, at Twin Hills, and we'd yeah. play around the golf. Yeah, you they know? ran the store downtown. Uh, Sweeney's. Uh, Sweeney's. Yep. I used to go in there and buy the newspapers. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, nice I'll tell guys. You, nice I'll guys. tell you a story. Yep. I went to the same, I was four years old, 1962, 63, maybe five. Went to the um, St. Patrick's Day Parade in New York City with my parents. Yeah. And I got my green top hat, and I had my green shillelagh, and I was sw- swinging on a sawhorse. And the next day, my folks get a call from the Contos brothers that I'm on the front page of the Post, and they, they, they're holding the paper for me. Fantastic. That's back when wow. we were you know, a little smaller community. But, you know, well, a little different. We, yeah. had the, uh, you know, unfortunately, we had the industries here, yep. and that, that made yep. a big difference. And we, you know, what we're yep. doing now... With all this, all these building projects and all these new uh, ideas for downtown and, and that are coming into fruition, with the help of the, the town council, is is is, is we're, we're making a comeback finally mm-hmm. from from the loss of I, the, from the loss of our major. Industries. I think it's taken a few years. It's taken a long time. It's taken a few years. Yeah. Um, but they, but again, there's so much positivity right now, even within the people. Yep. yep. Of Wyndham. Right. Yes. We have the, we have a group in this town right now that is that is very positive thinking. There's there, you don't see the negativism no, that we I used don't to have. Into it anymore. You know, no. and you know, oh, Bill, I saw this man. How much longer is that going to take? Or when's this happening? Or you know, there's a lot of positive stuff. I mean, at the same time, we can bring in the businesses. Yes. But we can also maintain our historic look on downtown exactly we don't have to knock it down to to, to rebuild it right. you know so we we can make it work and i, I and, are. and i think we're doing that it's a work in progress and it's continuing and now we're talking about uh you're going to be uh renovating the third floor in the town hall which was a project that's near and dear to 1998. me. 1998. Yeah. Near, right? Yeah, near and dear to yeah. me and to Susan. I worked on it, yeah. And, because uh, because I, I, that's, when I, that's the same year, later in that year, when I was elected to be judge of probate. Probate. And I suggested it that, you know, we really ought to, we really ought to have the regional probate court upstairs because that court was once, as you know, better than most people, uh, was once the Wyndham County Superior Court. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. It was right up there. And that was that was until they moved until they built that place out in Putnam because of John Dempsey. Mm-hmm. That was where the Superior Court was, and uh, I came to town a little too late to to uh, to, to uh, practice law in that court. But I remember coming in and doing the Circuit Court downstairs. Yeah, well, remember the 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 Willimantic City Council met yes, on the third floor. We had right. the council chambers that's on the right. third floor Very as well. Nice council chambers. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that nice... was pre-elevator. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Pre-elevator. Right. Go up the stairs. That was very nice. But anyway, that's that's one of a number of things uh, that that you've got to work on now as a, a new member mm-hmm. of the council. Mm-hmm. And I I'm really really happy to have you and uh, other new members like Joe Pliss and Eddie Rios uh, mm-hmm. a- adding energy to that council. And and along with uh, you know the great people you already have on the council like like uh, Mayor DeVivo, Randall Prose, Don Niles, and and others. So I have one little thing to share. And that is the W-I-L-I calendar is out now. And uh, it's going to be available to everybody at the Willimantic Food Co-op. And the money that is used to uh, pay for the calendar uh, will go to the soup kitchen. Fantastic. And so I just want to say it's got some fabulous pictures in here. And we have uh, some great things going on. Boy, you're busy. I just want to just say... We have one thing here. I think let's see if it was May, June. 
I don't want to skip anything. There's a really Well, we don't have much time, so. I'll keep talking, Dennis. All right, well, I'll, well that, that's an open <laughs> invitation. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to waste and, time on it. Uh, but I do want to show that we have our fire chief and his his new bride. Uh, so Chief Scrivener and his new bride. What Sherry. month are they in? And they. I bet they're in July. And they are in. Uh, there he is. He knows. Bill knows. Well, that's because he knew because July. he figured it out because they're marching in the parade. That's right. The Bullbox yeah. Parade, yeah. which is a, so, a favorite of the guy who put together the calendar so thank or helped you put together. The, that's Wayne Norman. Bill. I no, think oh, that's don't thank me. That's Bruce John. Bruce I'm telling John you, he and Therese do a lot, a lot of work for that. Amazing. There's a lot of work that goes on. I making its contribution uh, with the calendar. So get that 2024 calendar. And there's some great photographs in here. Okay, Bill, I'm, I hope you will come back to Let's Talk About It. Of course I will. From time to time and give us an update on the doings I'd of the town council. I'd be more than happy to. Great yep. to have you here. Well, Very yes, good to be here. Okay, how much time do we have? Ten seconds. Ten seconds, Susan. Uh, Bill, right. any last words? Thanks for having me, and go Wyndham. Go Wyndham. Right. Yeah, okay, go Whippets. Okay. <laughs> In fact, there's a basketball game tonight that I probably should be going to see, and that is the... Um, the uh, girls, ba the women's bas young women's basketball team. They they could still call them girls in high school. They're they're playing. Uh, their, I think their first game of the season at home tonight. I should probably try to get over there because three of the gr three of those girls that are starting in that starting lineup once played for my little softball team. Okay, folks, we'll be back next week with another fabulous guest. <laughs>